0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet.
2: A hobbled MVP took the court in San Francisco last night. Then the news, it got worse. The very latest on Joel Embiid after being injured in last night's game. And the Knicks, they ended January with a win, capping their best month in 30 years why they're fans, they should have reason to truly believe, but also to worry. Plus, LeBron James, he wasn't happy after another Lakers loss last night. What the King didn't say and why it's so important. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today presented by ESPN Bet. She is our wonderful senior NBA writer, Ramona Shelburne. He is NBA champion Kendrick Perkins. He is the Hall of Famer. Michael Wolbon. That was my past I'm in, life, I'm in Malika. such great... <laughs> Look at that. Okay, that was though. my past life. I'm Malika Anderson. I was
3: there for all those games. Don't make it
1: sound
2: like it's that long ago. I, well, I was going to ask how you're feeling, but it seems like everybody's feeling good, ready yeah. to start the show. I hope everybody's feeling a little bit better than, unfortunately, the MVP was last yeah. night. Joel Embiid. He will undergo an MRI on his left knee after injuring it in the fourth quarter of Tuesday night's 119-107 loss to the Golden State Warriors. And Embiid, you can see here, he grabbed that knee in pain. He ultimately got up. He did limp to the locker room. He did not return to this game after this collision. Ramona, what's the latest that you're hearing on Joel's injury?
4: You know, he's going to get an MRI today. And then I think there's a lot because of his knee injury history. Like each, each knee has its own book. Okay, of, right. of stuff that he's had in the past, and so there's a lot of analysis that has to go in on, okay, what does this mean for the for, from his previous injuries, and from what I understand, this is a new injury. This isn't the, this is the same knee that kept him out of the Denver game that's been swelling up on him, that's causing him a lot of pain. Right, but that injury that he suffered last night when Kaminga fell on him, this has now created a new injury that's going to have to be evaluated here. Obviously, you can see I, I watched this game and the and the. I couldn't even watch. Right. Like, I was like, what, what is he doing out there? Like, I, he, he didn't, he just looked like he was in pain all night, dragging his, dragging his leg on the court, and it now he's added yet another injury on the Yeah, that, he
2: looked visibly uncomfortable. The 76ers have now slipped to fifth mm. in the Eastern Conference. And you've talked about this, Perk, how Joel Embiid, he doesn't necessarily have the runway that other superstars do because of his injury history to sustain this greatness for a, a certain level of time.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, and look, he's 29 years old, and we don't know how many years he have left playing at this level. It's not going to be like a Giannis, or even you could put, say, Anthony Davis, and we know Anthony Davis' history. So it raised a level of concern, not just for as Joel and B in his career, but how teams in the Philadelphia 76ers view him, right? We talked about, we had this conversation about. What do the 76ers need to do to make sure that Joel Embiid is happy so that he don't think about leaving, right, at the start of the season when when James Harden left? Now, like, how are teams viewing him? How Philly view Joel right now? Like, do they think they actually could win a championship with Joel Embiid as their number one option because of his history of not being able to get through an 82-game season and be able to get in the postseason and play at a high level? Right. Because of his health.
3: Perk, you know how, all of you know how, in, in basketball particularly, you think of like players, mm-hmm. like situations, similar context. Mm-hmm. And I, I was wincing when I saw this, Ramona, like you. I just, I didn't want to see it. It reminds me of Mari Stoudemire. And I'm not saying the injuries are the same. But Perk? When you talk about what a player can be over what period of time, remember how great Amari was at his peak and he couldn't stay there. Ramona, when you said there's a book on each knee, that's why I thought, oh, my goodness, this reminds me of that. And then so how do you – what do you do? What do you do if you're the team? How do you approach big personnel decisions? What do you do if you're the player and you start to have to manage it differently? So I just – it's uh, just a, a downer all the way around for the Sixers and Joel Embiid.
4: I mean, look, I said on this show on Monday, Malika, this is an injury. This is a situation with his knee that he's going to have to manage all season long. All season long. And that's before he suffered a new injury when Kaminga fell on him.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to have this conversation, though, and not talk about the 65-game minimum that is now in place for the first time this year for postseason yep. awards for the MVP. Uh, and earlier today, I caught up within the last hour with Executive Vice President, Head of Basketball Operations, Joe Dumars, about just that. And I asked him how the league feels about this new policy.
5: Anytime you put something in, Malika, there are going to be some unintended consequences and we knew that going in and that's why we we put the threshold at like you can miss up to 20% of the season and still be eligible and but we always knew that look there could be a situation where one of the players went past 20% of the season who's having a good year but you can't like not put the rule in because of that one or two guys that it may affect
2: are there any discussions about changing this for next season?
5: There's been no discussions about that. No one has called and said uh, we should you know, renegotiate this or anything like that. There's been no calls like that.
2: So you can catch the full uh, version of our conversation with Joe Dumars on YouTube. But I pushed back on that when he said mm-hmm. one or two players. It's not just one or two players. No. There would have been five players on All-NBA last year that would not have been eligible, yep. including Giannis Antetokounmpo, who was the lead vote-getter. Because of that rule, he only played in 63 games. How much did this factor into Joel playing? I think it, it. Look, he's not playing because of the
4: 65 games, but it's always front and, and center in you can't that discussion, it. right? You can't separate. He's playing because the Sixers need him. I mean, they they they, they need him out there to win, and they had lo- they had been losing on this trip here. He Maxi's obviously got an injury. Tobias has had an illness that he's that he's been dealing with, and so he's playing because they need to the win. Like they, they just flat out need him on the court, but. 65 games is in your head because this is a guy who didn't get rookie of the year when he probably he certainly was the best rookie that year, but he barely played in enough games. He's already lost one MVP where he probably didn't play in enough games, and I think that affected his votes. And now I think yeah. with this situation, he's going to probably not be eligible and, for but, all
3: NBA and but for Ramona, NBA. That, you know what? Playing games should not be seen as some great luxury. And yeah. Joe Dumars, who was something of an Iron Man, understands that probably as well, better than most. And Malika, yes, it is more uh, players than he he may have indicated there. It doesn't mean you don't go to the rule. The league has a real tough balancing act here. This was put in as much for fans and sponsors. You're trying to appease. You're putting a product out there that is put up for thumbs up and thumbs down every year.
2: Do you consider games I did played it before. when yes. you voted? Yes. That's what I'm saying. There is no voter who already doesn't consider. I wouldn't say look no voter. There are very few, most of the voters I know, I, consider that yeah, when they're doing it. And so look at Tyrese Halliburton and how yep. he is playing yep. this year. The man will lose out on 41 Ooh. million dollars this year if he doesn't make all nba not because of how he's playing he only has one year to do it but because of the legitimate injuries that have kept him out there has to be a balance here but but,
3: but we're talking about awards and so first of all those things should not be tied okay so let's get yeah. that yeah. out okay. that should not be tied in, in no way should our votes did help determine to any degree what a player's compensation is none that's yeah. just dumb and it's wrong now separately there were players last year I I know I didn't vote for on first or second team. I'm not gonna say I didn't vote for them at all. I might have put them on third team. My sure. third team was loaded mine. with people Same. who played. But I, my um, mine was not 65. It might have been 60. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but it, it's a difficult thing. I my thought gosh, I think sick. Joe's position is a tough position to take and have. But again. If you didn't have load management and four out of five players on starting lineups missing games and visiting arenas, the league would never have had to visit this in the first place.
1: And it goes to my question. How did we get here? Yeah. How did we get here? And the same people that's complaining about it, the players, the coaches, the front offices, right? They're the reason that we're in this position now. They're the reason that they have rules in place, right? Accountability means everything. I'm going back and I'm looking. Barkley, career average 72 games played. Malone, a career average 81 games played. Yep. Magic, a career average 76 games played. Bird, a career average 77 career uh 77 games played. Jordan, a career average 80 Ooh. games played. So so at the end of the day it's like it's like we're sitting up here and we we're saying oh it's unfair but To be honest, no one is screaming Greg Popovich in the San Antonio Spurs because the number one factor was was because of load management. So at the end of the day, we're talking about something that they have made this bed and they have to lay in it. Right. Rules are going to be is in place. Is there a tweak, though?
4: Is there a tweak yeah. where, just like a disabled player exception, where exception guys out here, Or what yeah. about this?
2: Bobby Marks floated tears. So yeah. for, for MVP, maybe it's 65 games. But for All-NBA, maybe it's 58, which, by the way, is the same threshold yeah. you have to meet in order to lead the league in scoring. Why wouldn't it be 58 yeah. games? Look, I do want to underscore something Joe Dumars said. He said there are always unintended consequences yep. that come with a rule that very. It did come from a place of, well, y'all made your bed, you got to lie in it. That I'm not taking hard, anything away from that.
3: Fair observation, Joe Dumars made. First of all, the, the phrase "consider the source." When you got Joe Dumars sitting up here, that means <laughs> yeah. something. It means something to me. That Joe Dumars is the person who's
2: pouring you know, over this, studying and agonizing over 5 games one time. One time and in this career. and yeah. guess what? And
1: guess what? Those players that I named Barkley, Malone, Magic Bird, and Jordan, he played against all them. So he watched those guys suit up night in and night out.
3: Like this is what you signed up for. This is what you signed up for. I, 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 it's it's a it's a difficult discussion that is going to be revisited. Mm-hmm. I know it's not revisited yet, and that was a great interview, yeah. with Joe. Thank you. It is going to come up now because, it, and particularly yeah. as it relates to Embiid, who you see in an unfortunate situation that was not of his own doing. But but as Joe said, you know, are you going to revisit the even single digits, Malika? And yeah. you raise a good point. If it's five players, if it's six players, are you going to raise? And by the way, one quick thing: I've had players pull me aside. In past years, before the rule, and they knew I had a vote, and they said to me, "That guy missed 23 games. Yeah. You gonna yeah. vote for him over me?" Uh huh. And it's it, and it was a it's a jarring question. It's sobering because you know the people who are out there 80 games like that all the time. What they don't deserve a special consideration or nod? Yes, they do.
4: Look, the decision is probably going to be made for him now. I mean. He was thinking yeah. about this every single game. Yep. Can I go out there? Is this a game that you want to take off? Do I want to put myself through this? It, re- it makes that decision in Denver look very different now. Right. But I, the decision now, with this latest injury, I think is probably going to make the decision. The point.
2: only place that I don't think any one of us wants to get to is voting amongst the best of the rest, where the best have been taken out just by nature of not playing 65 games, maybe because they played 60, you know four or three or two, and that we're looking at it saying, okay, well, I guess these are our options, but that's not what the game that we love has to offer best. Uh, Coming up here on NBA Today, we have a whole lot to get to, my friends. The Knicks, they started 2024 just two games over 500, but now, Park, they're one of the best teams in the East. Yeah, number three. Why their fans have reason to be psyched but maybe a little concerned at the Better same time. revive Stephen A. <laughs> and if you think Damian Lillard's decision to leave Portland was easy, I mean, think again. Here's the one word Dame used to describe his time in Rip City as he makes his return. And after another loss, have LeBron and the Lakers reached a crossroads for the season? post postgame comments and what he means
0: ahead. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play.
2: Park the Celtics. They continue to cook at home as they hosted Tyrese Halliburton and the Indiana Pacers. Here, we're going to pick this one up with under two minutes left to go in the half. The Celtics up 76-59 in this one. Jason Tatum pulls up. I he love
1: I three. love guard on guard screening. That's so the Austin score.
2: <laughs> well, they're 81 points in the first half. They're the most in the first half of the game since 1982. Oh. But Halliburton, he had the last word on that one. Well, a little half-court buzzer beater there. Going ahead to the fourth quarter here. Remember, Halliburton on a little bit of a minutes restriction here. So he would actually sit the rest of the game. The Pacers, they would close the lead to three at the end of the third quarter here.
1: I mean, look, the Pacers, they're so explosive offensively, like it's crazy, but there go Jason Tatum. Doing what he do best, get bucket.
2: So watch this here. The Celtics up 127-124. Uh, uh, watch uh, Derek White, Drew Holiday. I'll this is play.
1: what I've been missing. Look at Drew Holiday get hit with the screen. Get back into the play. Look at him slide Woo. those puppies. Look at the communication. Watch this. Oh, no well, big fella. Look at everyone that's <laughs> in help. No one, everyone is in
3: help position. Look at Derek White close out. Woo. Perky, you know who misses that is Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> that's who misses <laughs> that. Yes. Missed it all season. <laughs>
2: Just an incredible block there from Jason Tatum on Miles' Turner at right the rim.
1: Defensive in the lead.
2: The Celtics win 129-124. Tatum had 30 points, 7 assists, 7 rebounds. Brown had 25 points, 6 rebounds. Despite a couple recent losses, the Celtics, they're an NBA best 22-2 at home. The Lakers go there next. Uh, that's the season compared to 15 <laughs> and 9 on the road. They score almost five more points per 100 possessions at TD Garden. They also shoot 4% better, four percentage points better from three. So the Celtics, they've been playing really well in Boston. But there is not a hotter team right now than the New York Knicks. They won their eighth straight game beyond the Monster Knights from the Nova Knicks. I'm talking about Jalen Brunson having 29 and 9, Josh Hart having his first career triple-double, and Dante DiVincenzo hitting a career-high 9 three-pointers. It was the Knicks' 10th win by at least 15 points in January, tied for the second most by any team in a month in NBA history. So the Knicks, they've outscored opponents by 246 points in the month of January. I know, after being outscored by 44 in December, that 290-point swing in net points, differential is the largest from one month to the next in NBA history. The Knicks have skyrocketed from eighth all the way up to third in the Eastern Conference standings. Watch out. They're just a game and a half behind the Bucks per second. And, Perk, I hear you spy something.
1: I'm Kendrick Perkins, better known as Big Perk. And nothing gets past me.
2: Freeze! Just when
1: you thought it did get past me, there I am. I spy a problem. I spy it all. Tear the hell off. Hello world, (laughs) did you miss me? Look, we're talking about the two Ps, right? Popular and powerful. Popular, get the votes for the All-Star. We are gonna talk about being powerful, moving the needle. Put this up here. This is what Jalen Bronson is. He is powerful. Just yesterday, he was tied 23rd, right? For all his ranks to win the MVP with less than 24 hours right now. He's at number six. That's what powerful people do. We don't care about the all-star voting. We care about the MVP conversation. And look right here, I'ma rock you to sleep and I'ma dot your eye. When you talk about a game changer and the game manager, look, you're not gonna speed him up, the patience. Look how crafty he is. This is Claxton, a seven-footer, no matter. Get me to the float game in the paint. It's not all cute and pretty, but he get it done. Check this out right here. Big boy work. I'm gonna give you a little shoulder. Uh, Turn around. Textbook basketball. It don't have to be cute. It don't have to be flashy. Keep it simple. Best in the game right now at the guard position over turnarounds over both shoulders. Be powerful. Forget the popular. Powerful is in the MVP conversation. Oh. That's Jalen
7: Bronx. I
2: mean, Mr. Wilbon making a like point that. there for the MVP conversation. Like what that. about the Knicks making it of their first finals run since 99? Is there a there? Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, the case is, look, if they can get to, first of all, being in third is huge. Being in second is even better because of course you'd have home court advantage over the Bucks in such a series. Look, there's nothing that the Knicks can't do. I don't the Julius Randle thing. You know, just sort of hangs over the team. But when they play with the spirit they have in yeah. these couple of games without Randall, so if they can bridge that time that he's out, and you look, I ask, uh, I asked Jalen Brunson last week. We had a conversation, mm-hmm. and I asked him about the Villanova connection and whether that conveys. Mm. And I thought he sort of understated it. Clearly, he loves it and loves playing with those guys. But don't tell me that their familiarity and confidence playing with one another didn't affect the way all three of them played collectively and individually last night.
4: And I think their identity is established now. And the guys they're adding to this team, beyond the Villanova connection, but adding Achua, who was outstanding defensively, adding Adenobi, who has been better offensively than they could even uh, dream about. I think the Knicks have an identity. And when you have that and everybody knows their roles, then you start adding pieces like that, maybe – you know we, we talk about all their trade assets we talk about all the things they could do are they waiting for another superstar do they even need one is, is Jalen Brunson is this team do they even need to sit on that war chest of draft picks and trade assets
1: and, and you know what look let me say this we talk about the heat culture and a lot of yep. great coaches around the league this team right here this organization give me family vibes See, when you have a guy that you could plug in like Josh Harden in the starting lineup and he go out and get you a triple-double, that means to tell me it's a different type of love outside the lines. And when you go outside the lines and now you're having team dinners, you're at each other's houses for the holidays, you go go that extra mile when you get between them lines with each other. When the, the Knicks are for real.
4: And Uncle Taj Gibson comes back in, right? Yeah. And, like, t- to Hibbs at the end of the game, subs four guys in and then waits for the crowd to say, we want Taj. And yeah. then puts him in. So we can get his own it was, standing it was, up.
2: It was the very end of the game that, that Tim summoned in some of the yeah. Josh players still around friend, here from As our friend Stephen A. would say, well, <laughs> I'm just looking at the number of minutes potentially that are racking up here oh, even boy. when the game was already decided. Some of the starters are 42 still 42
4: minutes for Josh.
3: Start. If they have their <sighs> bigs healthy, though, if they can have their bigs healthy April 1, the Knicks can go a, a little ways in the East. <laughs> they can't.
2: I don't know if the same thing can be said for the – dynasty the the glamour team that's the word i'm looking for in the western conference coming up here on NBA today oh. the only thing lebron james wasn't at a loss for last night was words the king's frustration it was evident so should his lakers be thinking about making some radical changes here we discuss. Damian Lillard, the Portland Trailblazers, they had a successful partnership for 11 seasons. He tells us the exact moment he made the decision to leave Portland and how difficult that was. And, I mean, who needs an offensive lineman when you have Draymond Green protecting you? Draymond, he had Brock Purdy's back last night. He called out Stephen A. in the process. You'll hear it. This is NBA Today.
7: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too.
6: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: They say a picture is worth a thousand words, but I think you can sum up these photos of LeBron James with just one frustration. Frustration. And I can understand why after watching the Lakers visiting the Hawks last night. We're well, you damn sure couldn't blame
1: Dylan Brooks for this one.
2: Well, <laughs> you can't blame LeBron either. Cuts to the basket. Austin Reeves finds him a nice little alley-oop jam there. What a connection from Reeves to James. A ton of space for LeBron to elevate on that one. And then, though, on the other side here, DeJounte Murray finds Trey Young for the three. The Hawks up by nine at this point. Going ahead to the thir- third quarter here, Perk. The Hawks up 15.
1: They're 15, and look. Look, no communication. Look at that contest by Austin Reeves. Like that wasn't a contest where I'm a, I'm gonna make you miss. That was a contest where I hope you miss. Transition defense, no communication whatsoever. This is Trey Young, Trey Young.
2: The Hawks are up by 15 headed into the fourth year. This is early fourth quarter. The Lakers down 10. LeBron James. Look at this. He runs down face down block. Bogdan Bogdanovich. But where's the help?
1: That's draining.
2: No Lakers getting back there. You can see it all over LeBron's face. Yep. He puts in the effort, and there's no one to help him there. And at this point, the Hawks just adding insult to injury. Murray was feeling it a little bit in this one. Murray, who, of course, has been linked publicly, at he, least. He was, the <laughs> he was
1: auditioning. He was auditioning last night.
2: <laughs> Lakers, they tried to change up their defense a little bit here. It just it, – Murray dribbles so the free throw line essentially kicks it back out. The Hawks, they take down the Lakers, 138-122. Here's a frustrated LeBron after the game. We could, on any
1: given night, beat any team in the NBA. And then on any given night, we
5: get our ass kicked by any team in the NBA. I don't have any message for my teammates. Just go out and do your job. I
6: mean, (laughs)
5: I'm not, yeah, appreciate it. You had to cut me off because I was about to go.
2: So LeBron's press conference may have been cut short by Lakers PR, but they couldn't stop him from posting a cryptic hourglass emoji on social media last night. It also wasn't the only tweet that was sent out. That's the uh, only one that matters.
3: From Yo. the Lakers.
2: <laughs> Christian Wood, too. So uh, I guess there you go. we'll put this up here. There you go. What was really on LeBron James' mind? And
3: time's running out. Yeah. And we're not good enough. Look, there's something. You're not old enough. To understand this phrase, not even Perky Ramona, they not I old might. enough either. I'm the only one that's old enough okay. to understand this sentence. It's a sentence that's not spoken anymore about sports because everybody has analytics and they have all these numbers and they want to talk about rotations. And sometimes in sports, we speak to the competitive level of both the people playing it and the spirit they have or don't. And you come away with the following simple conclusion. These dudes ain't good enough. They're not good enough. The Lakers, this Lakers team, is not last year's Lakers team relative to the Western Conference. All the other teams are better, including Houston, which knocked them around the previous game. These Lakers are not good enough. Getting DeJounte Murray's not gonna turn them into a conference finalist? Are we watching the Western Conference? No, LeBron knows that frustration. Time is running out because this is, they, they're not going to get any better. Let me give Bob Myers credit for this phrase. He talked about this with Rob Palenko, and we said, oh, is there a move? And he said, Rob can't thread that needle again. Mm. They threaded that needle last year. It was a great move. Mm. They get to the conference finals. We all came back thinking, oh, they got to the conference finals. They got the same guys. They re-signed every – they're not good enough. They're not.
1: And, And that was a message to the front office on LeBron's social media. Like, do not take him for granted and do not get comfortable. Here's the big thing. The big thing is they really need to stop the bleeding but they can't. They really need to pull they a no, they can't. They really need to pull a Milwaukee Bucks move because Darvin Ham has lost the locker room. When you watch the body language of LeBron James and you watch the body language of Anthony Davis, it tells it all. And so it's a ripple effect. And this is one. This has been one of my pet peeves with LeBron since he has entered the league and, you know, took over the league and been the face of the league. His body language, when things are going bad, affects his teammates so bad he don't understand. And then all of a sudden you see Christian Wood, right? Go out on was his he, social media, which I don't know.
0: LOL
2: don't, yeah, on social media yeah, yeah. at the same time that the starting lineups were announced. Yeah. said that it had nothing to do with that. that it was I, I,
1: after getting your after time. getting your behind kicked by the Rockets and then getting yeah. spanked and stomped out by the Hawks, like, you're a team that's fighting for your lives right now and actually fighting for your livelihood, right? Like, because I think LeBron is past that stage of conversation with them. Like when they get to that point, yeah. like you gotta be worried.
4: Okay. I'm gonna be the, the other side. I'm sorry, Mike. I know you were definitive in saying they're done. They they're got not.
3: they are, they done. are no. not
4: a regular season team. They're just not.
3: <laughs> well like, are they, they are gonna get to, real, are they gonna get to the postseason to show world. something? That's All the they have to do is get there. <laughs>
4: We saw that last year, right? Yeah, this is not a team, team that is built for the regular season for eighty-two games, night in and night out to rack up wins. This is a team that is built to get in to maybe the play-in to this if they're lucky up to a six seed, and then you can avoid the play-in. But when they get in the playoffs, let's let's go down the the West standings in a seven-game series. Who do you like? Like. Outside of Denver, I think they could beat anybody.
3: They're not beating be- the Clippers. They're not beating the Clippers. Beating the they, Clippers. they beat them twice this that, year that, already. Yeah, but, they're not be- that's yeah, before. But, no, no, no. They're not beating the Clippers. They're not coming close <laughs> to beating the Clippers. That is before. Or disband they the Clippers. beat them Just
4: when fall LeBron fall. was out the other Ramona, day.
3: Ramona, you make a great point about what they're built for. And by the way, psychologically, what they're built for, right. what they want to have that's why they happen the and bubble, take on. That's why they're one of the real yes. team. Yes. But, that's a great point. But, but this is not the same Western Conference as last year. That's what we – everything's fluid, right? It's not just that the Lakers aren't good enough. You've had these other teams take this jump. I hear what you're saying, and the old person in me who doesn't believe young teams do anything in the NBA playoffs, I want to say to you they would beat Minnesota, they would beat Oklahoma City. I want to say that. You know what? Every night when I watch them lose games like Houston and Atlanta – Houston and Atlanta?
4: Here's what was concerning. Their defense the last few games has been abysmal. Like, when Why you is it gonna them, get better? And that they have good defensive players. They went back to more of an offensive-minded team in that starting lineup with Austin Reeves and Dean. So you're Muggle. going
3: puzzle again.
4: Yeah. Vanderbilt is on pieces. the bench. He's been playing better. But they but their defense is what got them to the Western Conference Finals, and they're not playing a defensive-minded group out there right now, and they're getting their butt kicked. Like, I mean, Malika, that highlight that you showed of LeBron with the chase down block. Yeah, that was bad. And, and no one is around. That's it. effort. Right. Yeah, that but, speaks to but, what you're talking about, Perk, in terms of the effort and Connecting this yeah, but we also could pull up, on this team.
1: but we also could pull up some clips where LeBron wasn't getting back in transition right. as well, and so the old soul in me Ooh. now we all was old enough to hear this line or came mm-hmm. up under this line. You play with fire, you go you're get, get burnt, right? You boy, don't touch that stove; it's go burn. You all of a sudden you got to touch it. That's what the Lakers are playing with right now. When you say they're not built for the regular season, like it happened last season. Yep. But like that's not going to do it again. Like these right. young boys are coming.
2: And part of the concern is it, it in the immediate, right? Just look at the the, the Lakers schedule right now. It doesn't really get like any the any next game. They're, in their box. next <laughs> games their next three of the next four. They're against teams in the top 3 of the <laughs> conference. Look at this. In Boston, Boston's 22 and 2 at home. The hottest team in the league is the Knicks. Okay, then you visit the Hornets. That's a game that you really need to take seriously, and then you come back home the day of the trade deadline. Line, you face the defending champion Denver Nuggets, and then a day later, back to back against the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm. That's brutal. I don't know how any how, how you put it anywhere else. So where do the Lakers go from here? Looking at this schedule, Mark?
1: Nowhere, nowhere. I mean, honestly, like it's no move out there that they can make that's gonna put them back in the thick of things. Zach Levine, Zach Levine is not gonna help. Bruce Brown is not gonna help. Like this roster is not good enough in a stacked so, rest of conference. Don't so give up.
2: The season, the season's done. How does that You, sit you, with you got, you
3: got LeBron, and you got,
2: you got this. Just yeah. Keep
1: okay. selling tickets.
3: So you do, and you you keep trying it. You keep you keep at it.
2: You really think LeBron's just like okay, let's no, no, let's no, no, keep no, 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 no. That's not
5: no. Keep at it.
3: Yeah, because that grinding nature is part of how you become one of the greatest yes. players of all time. Yes, LeBron can do that. Can he drag everybody else with him? Yeah, that's what I'm I, saying. Uh, I don't know. we reached per- the per- subtweet stage of the... Perk gave a great uh, uh, representation <laughs> of that, about what happens with the rest of the team. So is LeBron up for that at this stage, at 39 years old?
2: And that's the question. I have no doubt Up that LeBron it. James. Will Able. Do it. I have no doubt that Anthony Davis, considering how he's been yeah. playing this year, we haven't even mentioned, will do it. He wasn't in that game last night against, against the Hawks. It, it's kind of everybody else. You can catch LeBron James in our next NBA Saturday primetime matchup on ABC and the ESPN app. The Lakers in the garden taking on Jalen Brunson and the Knicks. Our coverage begins with NBA Countdown at 8 Eastern. For 11 years, it was Dame time in Portland. As Damian Lillard returns tonight, he tells us exactly what went into his decision to leave. That's next.
6: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight... S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
8: With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results.
5: I always play these type of scenarios out in my head. Oh my when the moment of truth comes, that's when you can come up big. Damien Lillard, it's
0: Dame time. Take one.
6: There's Lillard again from the local.
2: 71 points. What time is it? It's Dame. For 11 seasons, Damian Lillard, he was introduced in front of the Portland home crowd, not as wearing the number zero, but the letter O for Oakland, where he's from, for Ogden, Utah, where he played four years at Weber State, and for Oregon, where he had spent his entire NBA career up until now. And tonight, he will return to Moda Center for the first time as a member of the Milwaukee Bucks, and he told me that he's actually going to have to remind himself not to make a beeline straight to the home locker room. It'll be strange, but he won't be a stranger to the city he still calls home. It's team time. How difficult was that decision for you to leave Portland?
5: It was extremely difficult. It wasn't a, a broken situation. I was having success. The longer that you in this league, you want to have opportunity to win it all. I just felt like it, the time had come for me to make it about myself because I don't have forever to do it. So I was just hoping like something big would come up. We would have opportunity. We got these picks. You know, We didn't... Put ourselves in position to get a high pick. I think after the draft, you know, I just realized like it wasn't
2: going, it wasn't going to happen. Loyalty was a moniker that you was. wore very proudly. I'm wondering what you had to go through personally, grappling with in your own mind, setting that aside and putting yourself first.
5: You know, a lot of people tried to clown me, like, oh, loyalty. You know, he's being loyal when they losing and you know things like that. I understand this is business, and you know, the loyalty can't be too. In organization, my loyalty is to who I am, you know, my loyalty hasn't changed. you got to know what's best for yourself, you got to know, you know, when the time comes, what you need to do. And I just think that's what happened. So I don't think it was a, a matter of loyalty, it just was time.
2: As you look back, what's the one word that you would use to describe your career, your time there?
5: Priceless. You couldn't have scripted it any better coming out of college, my best friends out of high school, went to school in Portland. It's close to home, how everything happened. It was like, it was meant to be.
2: How are you feeling about going back?
5: I'm excited. For me, it's more about just going back home more than it is about the game itself. My family is still there. Just being able to go and be home for a couple days and seeing everybody in such a familiar place.
2: What do you like most about being with
0: Milwaukee?
5: They weren't there in the beginning, but they showed me the appreciation and the love and the respect, which shows me that they acknowledge my body of work and what I've done and who I've been, not just as a player, but as a person.
2: Doc said in his introductory press conference, I wouldn't necessarily wish this on anybody.
5: Yeah, I understood exactly what he meant, and he was right. (laughs) What do you mean? It takes the right type of person to step into a situation with these type of expectations.
2: What have you expected that comes with the pressures of this is a team that is built to win?
5: You know, I thought the transition would be a little bit more smooth. Why? How I play complements the team really well, especially playing alongside Giannis. Like how he plays, I know it, it complements him well, but I think it's just been an adjustment. He's used to playing a certain way, I'm used to playing a certain way. When you consider all of those things it's just a little bit more difficult than you would expect.
2: Your career, you have been known as an offensive player. What yep. do you need to do to add to the Bucks improvements defensively?
5: Being somebody that's been in the league for as long as I have, I understand that I don't have to be Drew Holiday as a defender. But I don't have to be that defensively to be better, you know, and to be a part of a good defensive team.
2: Do you take those matchups with Drew Holiday personally?
5: I don't, you know, I was traded here. I think the only thing personal is that, you know, we both in the Eastern Conference and both teams can't make it.
2: How close or how far do you feel that this team is from winning a championship?
5: We're a championship team, there's no denying it. Nobody has ever won a championship in January, February, or March. But as long as we stay focused on, you know, addressing those things that we don't do well and knowing that it's not about us being perfect or our best right now, but we got to eventually get to that, I think we'll be all right.
2: Dame has a serious case for the best player in Trailblazers franchise history, the most points and three-pointers in team history and the second most assists. You can catch his return tonight on our NBA Wednesday slate as the Bucs are in Portland to take on the Trailblazers. That's at 10 Eastern, while Kevin Durant is back in Brooklyn. The Nets, they host the Suns on ABC at 8.30 Eastern. NBA Countdown tips it all off at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN
1: was a great interview.
2: Well, thank you. Very I nice. appreciate that. Here's thank the thing about Kevin Durant, though. There was some discourse right on social media about whether or not he should get a tribute video <laughs> back in Barclays Center. <laughs> and Durant, he chimed in as he does, yeah. saying, "Please don't without it." that. <laughs> um,
6: yeah. he
2: was Maybe just like a panel, like a you know, like a welcome back with a still photo type was thing a acknowledge and a half? the moment. Well, look at this, though. The Suns' big three—they've already played as many games this season as the Nets' big three did including the playoffs. Oh the Nets' big three, they won three more games. They averaged three more points in those 16 games. But, you know, the host <laughs> of the wildly successful <laughs> Low Post podcast, you remember what he called this team? The the greatest theoretical team yeah. in NBA history. And, spoiler alert, theoretical, it doesn't always translate. But it feels like the big three in, in Phoenix, they, they might. Do you think that they have a better chance than the big three in Brooklyn?
1: Not right now. I, I really? don't feel comfortable with saying that because – It's only been a big two. It's only been a duo. Like, when are they going When are – when is the Phoenix Suns going to embrace Bradley Beal? I looked over his last five games, and, I mean, he only scored 20 one time. One time. Like, you, you can't have that. They didn't bring him here to be a role player, a guy that stands in the corner, and the guy that's going to have to sacrifice the most is Devin Booker. Like, he's going to have to buy in taking less shot attempts and stop worrying about his stats so much and go in and, and, and some kind of way. They got to find a way to get Bradley Beal going if they're trying to ultimately reach Amen. the goal of win Amen the to that, Perk.
3: And, they, you know, they did the last game. Yep. It seems like they were listening to you. But, Perk, that, that's the kind of thing, of course, and you know this better than the rest of us will, that takes 30, 35, 40 games to get all of that ironed out, and they haven't had that. Because we just looked up there, and it's 13 games. And so I, I think there's some other things they need, some, some, some characteristics. Grit is one of them. That means making a move. I don't know what they can do. I don't know how, you know, they don't have much in the way of assets. But they need a tweak. I'm not saying they need to do anything to their three. They need to right? be Tucker. They need the spirit, the attitude, yeah. the grit yeah. of a PJ Tucker. That's what they need. They four need years attitude. They do. They need attitude. And so where can they find that? He can I I'm, I'm sure
4: they're looking for it. <laughs> right. Be
0: Sitting on the
4: bench and you know, I mean look, I, that's a good call right there. I also think as you say, this is going to take some time and Bradley Beal's been out for a lot of the season. He's mm-hmm. the one who's been injured. And I think that, you know, a couple games when they played the Lakers, Kevin Durant went to Devin Booker and said, "Stop trying to be the point guard. Stop trying to get everybody but else wait involved." A do you remember
2: that conversation that happened with the Big Three in yeah, Brooklyn? That's you be cool the shooting guard, or I'll be the point guard, I'll be the coach. Yeah, that, I'm,
3: gonna you, I'm gonna give you a big problem and a big difference. Yeah. Don't tell me that chemistry didn't matter, and don't tell me that Kyrie, in any mix, is not a potential issue. And then Kyrie and James versus you don't you don't have that kind of drama out of the three personalities. No. I know. That's right. Those guys fairly well. Yeah. You know what? Beal has never been about that. We know KD and Booker are not about that kind of drama and 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 overly sensitive garbage. They're not into that. So that is the reason to me, Perk. I agree with you. Not yet. Not ready to proclaim it, but I think they can if they can stay on the court for the next 25 games or so, or 25 of the next 30. I think we can see that. But out. but do they
1: fit? Right. You look at KD, Steph, and Clay. They fit in that system, right? Guys being able to, you know, move without the ball, not be ball-dominant. You look at Braun, D. Wade, and, and Bosh. You look at KG, Paul, and Ray. You look at Kyrie James and, and, and KD. Because James' transition to the point guard spot with that big three was huge, right? Like, if they would have just stuck it out and, and actually did right and, and stood on business and stood on their word, they could have won the NBA championship yeah. together. Because of James and his ability to tra- – that, I mean, the way he transitioned over from being a scorer to actually being a point guard.
4: Steph, Clay, and Durant worked because Draymond made it work. Like, Draymond became the, the facilitator for everything. He took less shots to his own detriment. The Suns don't have somebody like that. They don't have somebody who could run that offense from that position.
1: So, so they before. need a point guard.
2: Speaking of Draymond <laughs> Green, next year on NBA Today, Brock Purdy. No. <laughs> In the Super Bowl, and Draymond Green has his back. Hear what the Warriors forward said to Stephen A. about the Niners quarterback. That's next.
4: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
2: ESPN tips off its WNBA free agency coverage tomorrow with a live WNBA free agency special at 4 o'clock Eastern. And we don't have to wait. We already got some moves. Kia Nurse to the yeah, Sparks. Yeah, that's a big one. Neko Ogumike still at the siding, Just met with the Liberty. That's going to be huge. Woo. Full team of experts recap the storylines of the day, share their perspective on key players. I'll be tuning in. Can't wait for this. It's time now for setting the pick brought to you by ESPN bet. The official sports book of ESPN, the second seeded Nuggets. They're going to be without Nikola Jokic as they Uh take on Shea Gilchrist Alexander, the third seeded Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. Jokic is out with lower back pain. OKC has a chance to clinch the tiebreaker. They've won two of their first three. Our experts, all of them are taking the thunder. What could go wrong when everyone picks the thunder? <laughs> so that's who we got. Who are you picking, <laughs> Kendrick
1: Perkins? Well, you can never go wrong with this sighting.
2: <laughs> uh, <$90. laughs> Download the ESPN bet app to see more of Perk and get started. New customers receive $100 in bonus bets once they've placed their first sportsbook bet with ESPN bet. Hey friends before we bounce did you guys see this at the Warriors game last night the NFC champion San Francisco 49ers they were in the house fresh off beating the Lions on Sunday and then Draymond Green he weighed in on should we call it Brock Purdy slander after the game he even called out our very own Stephen A Smith take a listen it's been a lot of
5: Brock Purdy slander um, mm-hmm. over the last couple of years, and you know the way he showed up in that second half of that conference championship game. Kind of, I saw something that Stephen A. said where he said, "If Brock Purdy shows up in the in the Super Bowl, that's it. No more question of Brock Purdy." <laughs> and um, I know better than that because he can show up in the Super Bowl, and if he start off the season bad, four bad games, they're going to be like he's a game manager. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow! Does he have a point? Yeah. This point is exactly 100% on the money. Four games, you'll need four. If he shows up for one game, two bad games in a row, there'll be stuff. Uh, He's had, stuff.
4: He's had great drives at the he's end had, of the last wait, 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 playoff game.
3: But his conclusion is, no matter what happens now, yeah. it's what have you done for me lately as soon as we get around the corner? That's on the well, money. That's the world we live in. It is the world we live in. The
2: world we live in. Is <laughs> what have you done for us lately? Draymond and a, another
3: assist for Draymond. <laughs> another,
2: assist for Draymond. <laughs> another assist for Draymond Green. I have to imagine that NFL Live is going to be getting into all of this in much more depth on their show in a matter <laughs> of seconds. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. Enjoy tonight's return games, Kevin Durant in Brooklyn, Damian Lillard it is Dame time back oh, in Portland I are to cheer for him, there's no, no, oh, no question, no question about it no.
7: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring, if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need Robert Half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology,